Do you want us to keep producing the best VCU men's basketball podcast out there? If so, there's a way you can help. If you enjoy this show, please consider donating to help us pay for the cost of making it available. You can do so by using the PayPal link in the description of the podcast or on social media sites where we post it. Even a small donation would help. Thanks in advance, and go Rams! Welcome to Rams Rewind, a podcast that looks back at all of the action from VCU men's basketball. In this special in-season bonus episode, host George Templeton looks at the state of the program and interviews experts about all things VCU basketball. And now, here's George. All right, welcome back to Rams Rewind. This is going to be a very special episode as we uh, have a long, nice break between VCU men's games. First and foremost, if you like what you hear and you want to help us out, there is a link to the description, to the PayPal in the description, and you can give us, a, and if you give us a donation, we'll shout you out. You gave us such great support last year, and you've given us such great, such great support this year. Now, this this episode could be t- entitled The Anatomy of a Bounce Back, because with us is a, la- is, is a lady who has now been the VCU coach for nearly a decade, and in that time... She she authored one of she and her team authored one of the great turnarounds that's happened in basketball in the last 10 years when in 2017-2018 they were 7 and 22 the following year 2018-2019 they won 24 games it was a historic season they won their first regular season conference championship that year they were the number 1 seed in a conference tournament for the first time they got to a conference final for the first time and that kicked off four incredible years of success for VCU, in my opinion, the most successful stretch of VCU bas- women's basketball in the program's history, crowned with a first ever conference championship and a second ever bid to the NCAA tournament. That person is Beth O'Boyle. She is the head coach of the VCU women's basketball team, and we are so honored to have her spend some time with us here on B- VCU Rams Rewind. Coach O'Boyle, welcome and thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Yes, and this is this has been such a fun start to the season because last year was so tough. You, I, I just listened right before you came on to the press conference after the Old Dominion game, and you talked about the injuries, uh, and we're going to dive into that a little bit. But are there any similarities from the end of that season to building up to this season that remind you of 2018-19 when you you know you come off a of season seven and twenty two? Are there anything similarities to that that you that you that you've seen as we got into this season, as we got into the off season, into the next season? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think one of the things you know in college athletics doesn't matter what sport you're talking about. You're gonna you're gonna face really tough years. You're gonna have adversity, and I think the big question is is how does your program, how do your players respond to it? It's so easy right now to hit that portal, right? Everybody is. You know, it's always, you know, something can be always easier or look always better somewhere else. But instead, you know, when you look at our team and our coaches and, and our players, everybody stayed. Um, and, and it wasn't just, hey, we want to be here. It's we know we can we can really um, bounce back and, and do things in a great way. We needed to get healthy. We needed to add in a couple more pieces. Um, but the, the, the chemistry, um, the work ethic just the the connection that our players have on and off the off the court um, is amazing. 
Um, and it's really, it's been a really fun year and there's definitely similarities to that response. This team has all the elements and we're going to dive into all of them. And we're going to start with this one. And that is you have to have a superstar of star player an all conference player. Sarah Tabiasu has had a glittering career at VCU, but last year was tough and she got hurt at the end of the season and it had to be very tough for her because she never had experienced a season like that at VCU since she got there. I saw the box score against William and Mary second game of the year, 27 points and all the other stuff she did. And I, my, my eyebrows raised and I, and I said in the fan group that I'm in, not only is Sari Tebiasu back, she might be better than ever. And ever since that game, it feels like every team has thrown the kitchen sink at her. They have du- <laughs> you know, they've doubled her. They've attacked, whenever she gets the ball, they attack her with double teams, pressured her up the floor, set their, some of their tallest, biggest guards after her, all of this stuff. Yet she has continued to produce, in my opinion, at an all-conference level. You know, how difficult was last year for Sarah? And what is this, what has this year been like for her? You know, because she's been part of she's bounced back just like the whole team has. Yeah, it was a it was a really, you know, tough season for her when you're talking about she was out, you know, six weeks um last year and and was was on par to have a great season last year. Um, but then, you know, the injury came and, you know, it's her first time really being out and having to face that type of personal adversity. Um, but I give her a lot of credit. Um, same thing with our athletic trainer, Chris, he's phenomenal. Um, she worked all summer long, um, got herself in a great spot. You know, she's a part of the Canadian national team. She had a great summer with them and, and was just really smart about, Hey, you know, I got to take care of my body, you know, I got to do all the little things so that I can come back and, and really have that great type of senior year, um, that, you know, we knew that she could always have, and you're right. She's a difference maker on the floor. Um, you know, she, she has, she has faced people trying to deny her all over the floor, trying to double her. Um, she can create, she can score. Um, she's just, you know, a really exciting player and and fun to coach. So you have that, what you also have is players who were thrown maybe in at the deep end, you'd say, into the fire last year as freshmen who are now, a year later, are turning into super sophomores. And I'm talking about Tamaya lewis Utsi and Mary Anasare. They have been absolutely excellent as support, as, as support scorers for Sarah Tabiasu, sometimes leading scorers, than, scorers themselves. They've just been tremendous the way they've played. You know, tell our audience about – uh, those two ladies and and just the 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 leap that they've the leap forward they've taken in just their second year in college basketball. Yeah, both of them as freshmen, you know, got a lot of time. Um, and you talk about similarities to that to that uh, twenty one team. You know, they're they're similar to Tara Reed and Taya Robinson, where that freshman year they took all the hits. You know, we were in close games, but but not pulling them out and. And then it's, hey, what do you do with that experience? Um, and, and both Mary and Tamaya this summer, you know, have been in the gym working on their shot, watching film, really just taking advantage of all of the experience that they got. And gosh, one year later, um, George is, is a nice feeling as a coach. Um, you know, that that maturity on the floor um, that they bring now um, is, is really just has been helping us so much on the defensive end, on rebounding. Um, and then really have been a part of our balance attack. Um, and we've been able to get scoring from a lot of different players. Um, and they're a part of that core. Now, you mentioned the transfer portal, and you didn't get these ladies from the transfer portal this year, but you got them last year, and they've been tremendous for us this year. Mike Alparham, Jennifer Eze, 
Michael Parham gets every ball that's not nailed down. It's loose. That lady, that young lady, if there is a if there is a loose ball to be had, she gets it. She's averaging almost nine rebounds a game, and we're going to spend some time on your excellent rebounding in a little bit. But tell tell our audience about those two ladies and what and what and just just the tremendous job that they've done on the floor when they've had to be on there for you. Yeah, both of them. Um, when you talk about uh, the injuries last year, that was that was both. You know, Jen mm-hmm. Jen had knee surgery at the end of the year that you know lost the last part of the season, and then Michael was was really her first year coming back from her ACL surgery. And it's just, you know, sometimes those take a little bit, but I really, you know, Michael is just probably one of the best rebounders, if not the best rebounder I've ever coached. She has such a high energy and a bounce. You know, we talk a lot about Dennis Rodman um, in our film sessions. That's mm-hmm. I'm like, he's an NBA all-star going to get every rebound um, and, and playing incredible defense. Um, and Michael does that for us. She's also our, our team captain. She's the president of SAC. Um, she just brings so much to our program. Um, but she really is all over the place on those boards. You're right. I, you know, it's not the best in the A10. She's she's right up there. And then Jen has has been huge for us. Um, it really, like I said, was a big missing piece for us last year when she was out. Um, she's just a strong inside player, and I think you know she's continuing to get stronger and healthier. Um, and you know, she's, she's drawing so much attention, um, that teams are now doubling her every time she touches the ball, which is just opening up more space for, for our guards and and other players to get open shots. Um, so really excited to see her doing so well and having a great year. And the last little ingredient that makes the cake, the soup, the entree, whatever it is so good are freshmen that come in and make an impact right away. You got two of those two, Zoli Khalili. And Lucia Sotelo, uh, I've enjoyed watching Lucia Sotelo play because I tell you what, uh, she she's like some of the men's players that I've enjoyed at VCU in that, you know, when she gets the ball down low, there's no there's no hesitation, there's no timidness, there's no side to side. That young lady goes forward, and I like forward, especially in my <laughs> big players. So tell us tell us tell them for everybody that hasn't seen them. Tell us about those players and just, you know, how good they've been coming in and contributing right away for this team. Yeah, Luz coming from Spain um, and and just all of that and, and coming into the U.S. for the first time. And, and she has just been, you know, such a pleasure to coach. But she has such um, – she has really good basketball IQ. Like, she sees the floor really well. Um, she makes sometimes incredible passes that, you know, everyone is, is – oh, I didn't even think that was coming – um, but she is going to have a great career. Um, she can score around the basket. She can play off the bounce. She's really long. She rebounds for us. Um, she understands, you know, the game and what we're trying to do. Um, so it's been, she's been a great addition. And then Zoli, the same thing. I think one of the, the hardest things to do as a freshman is, is to get on the floor. And, and what both of them do is they defend. Um, Zoli is a, is a really great athlete. Um, she's a slasher that can get to the hoop, but she just moves well without the ball. But really, her her defense has just fit in really well, and that's obviously a big part of our identity. And she rebounds it, and you know, it's just um, they're fun. They're both fun to coach. They just play so hard. We talk about that, you know, playing hard as a skill, um, and and they both they both bring it to our team. One of the reasons I and a lot of other people are so excited about this start to the season. And, and it's been a lot of the games, but I'm going to go to this last game you just played against Old Dominion. 
Old Dominion came in undefeated. They were number one in the country in scoring defense. I think they were number two or number three in three-point percentage defense. And against them, you put up six you, – you had, you had, I think, as many points by the third quarter as they had given up in a game. You shot the ball wonderfully from outside, five of 11, but again, selective, which is key. Uh, that was a tremendous, that was a tremendous, tremendous performance. Another great rebounding game for the team as well. You dominated them on the backboard. And I, I, like I said, I can't wait to talk about how well you've done there. And to me, that was, that's one of those moments where I'm saying to myself, all right, this is not, this is legit. This is a real thing. <laughs> this is going to be a really tough team all year. They're going to get in this conference, which we're going to spend some time on how good the A-10 is this year. And they're going to do some business. Just, the feeling that this team had walking off the floor after a win like that. Yeah, it was huge. Um, like you said, ODU had, you know, really, they were getting 18 points a game off of their defense. Um, so we talked a lot about, hey, turnovers. You know, one, what's the decision-making going into a turnover? Can we limit that? Um, and then, hey, what's our response going to be when we have one? Can we be the team or the best team in the country that does have a turnover but turns around and gets the ball back and that we get a stop? And that our defense, no matter what, um, is locked in. And, you know, I give our players a lot of credit. They're really starting to share the ball and find each other and, and help each other get their best shot. And that's why we keep talking about, hey, you know, take out the result. We want to play our best VCU basketball. And to do that, you know, we want to get our teammates, which we say our friends, their best shot. Or we want to put them in the best shot, in the best spot um, defensively to get the rebound or, you know, to make it a tough shot. And, and we want to do it together. But, yes, it was, it was a big win for us. We were, we were really pumped about it. And, you know, I think some of the things that we did in that game, hopefully we'll continue to build off of. The hallmark of your successful teams at VCU has always been defense. VCU sixth in scoring defense, 24th in the country in field goal percentage defense, fifth in three-point uh, field goal percentage defense. Those are That is a standard of the Beth O'Boyle teams at VCU, and we can certainly spend some time on that. But here are two reasons why this team is so much fun for me. I have two hobby horses as a basketball person that loves the game and has watched it for so many years. Rebounding and free throw shooting, because in my opinion, <laughs> neither of them take a lot of talent. If you do the basic things well, if you work at it, you're good at those. This team is outstanding at both. 56th in the country in foul shooting, shooting 75%. Fabulous. But it's the rebounding that I love. VCU is tied for 13th in the country in rebounding margin. They average 13 more rebounds per game than they give up, and they're 32nd in the country in reboundings per game. And it is a pleasure to watch a team that is so committed to that, especially on the defensive end of the floor, because it's second chance points that often are the difference in these close games so many times. Why is this team such a great rebounding team? You know, how much is it an emphasis? How much was it an emphasis in preseason and in practices as you were getting ready? I mean, because it's tremendous what you guys do on the backboard. Oh, thanks. Well, it definitely is an emphasis. I think, you know, when you when you hear teams or players, everybody wants to play fast, right? They talk about offense. They want to get out. They want to run. Everybody wants to play in this offense, you know, this offense that that plays at a high pace. Um, and we do too. But what is that attached to? And if we want to run, you must rebound. Um, we know we're really lucky. We have a great male practice squad team. Um, we put up a bubble on the rim. So we know every shot is going to be a miss. Uh, it gets them a little fired up, but they can only get points if they get a rebound. Um, and so 
we just, every drill that we do, um, it's, it really cannot, we cannot move on unless you get the ball. Um, and that's from coming off the glass and, and you're right. Like we can't, we can't afford to give teams second chance points. Um, and it's so attached to our offense and us getting out and, and being able to get open shots and transition that, uh, you know, we really do take a lot of pride in that. And, you know, with a player like Michael, she, she anchors it, um, you know, our game at, at Delaware, she had, I think, two or three players boxing her out. And I was like, you know, Zoli, go in and get one. Tamaya, go in and get one. We can get some extra rebounds on the offensive side because there's so much attention um, that, that Michael brings in. And by the way, Michael Parham and Jennifer Eze nearly combined for 15 rebounds a game between the two of them. So that is that is the foundation of this outstanding rebounding team. But the foul shooting too, and, and it isn't just that you're making them because you are making them, you're averaging six, six and a half more made free throws per game than your opponent. And again, in these close games, that is, that is gigantic. That is so important. I mean, you've, you're getting to the foul line. This year you've gotten to the foul line 74 more times than your opponents. So, you know, that's good offense. You know, tell, tell, talk about – how that has that has come to the fore because again that is just that's a gigantic advantage yeah I mean we we talk a lot about finishing plays um and you know one of the best places to do that is from the foul line you know I, I'm with you I think you got to be able to defend in the half court to to win a championship and you have you have to be able to make your foul shots um under pressure not in pressure first quarter fourth quarter um you know they they can you know break you know break a game out Um, so for us, a piece of that is, you know, I think we're a really athletic, strong team and we talk about getting to the rim and when we get by, I think it puts defensive, um, players in a position where they have to foul us. Um, and you know, that's a piece of it. And then we want to step up to that line with confidence. Uh, so yes, we, we shoot a few of those every practice, um, you know, all different types of pressure ones, but, uh, and they put the time in. Um, you know, outside of practice, I think that's one of the, you know, great advantages of having the basketball development center is the amount of time that our players get to go in and shoot. Um, you never have to worry about anybody being on your court because you have your own court. Um, and that is, you know, you have to have the players that want to do that. And we definitely do. And, and it's an awesome, awesome facility for us to have. Now, the second part of this folks is the conference record. The reason VCU had such a great turnaround in 2018-19. They set a school record for wins in a conference season, 13-3. and I mean, that was that was something to behold, and I just have to go back to it, the comeback at Fordham, because I'll be honest, I was doing something else, so I'm following on my phone, and it's 18 points down. I'm like, well, Fordham's one of the best teams. That coach has been one of the best coaches in the conference. A little too much, a little too soon, big spot, and that was a sensational comeback to win that game, which is why you tied for the regular season title, got the number one seed. You know, that that was one of those moments that I remember that I think everybody remembers with this program because that was just amazing. This A-10 looks fearsome. You were picked preseason 10th. Right now there are six teams in the top 100 in the net on the women's side, and I'll be honest, I don't remember that being the case too many times since VCU's been in the A-10. Davidson is in the top 50. St. Joe's is in the top 50. Richmond's just outside. Mason is 79. VCU 73. Rhode Island is 81. And notice I didn't say St. Louis, who's just the defending conference tournament champion, that's all. They're 215th. So this is going to be 
this is going to be a brutal conference schedule that you're facing. You know, you you this team looks prepared to me and looks ready to be a contender, but it's going to be tough. You know, tell us about this conference. You know, what you've said from the little that you've gotten a chance to see with these other teams. You know, what kind of a conference schedule are we facing here? Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. I think it's the the strongest A-10 um, schedule that we've – or teams that we've had um, in a while. Um, just across the board. I mean, you look at Davidson beats Duke at Duke. You have St. Joe's and their record, and they're beating Villanova coming back. You know, just, you know, some really big wins as, as you talk about that net, and it's just across the board. I, I think it's going to be exciting. I mean, every game is going to be a battle – I don't know that you can go into the A-10 right now and even look at those rankings. Um, you know, we talked a lot about, hey, we'll, we'll start unknown. We'll see where we finish, you know, and and just keep, just keep, you know, playing and practicing it one day at a time. And, you know, we talk a lot about that, that, you know, practice days are game days for us. Um, and we want to keep getting better so that, hey, in March with that that A-10 tournament in, in Henrico and in Richmond, we want to be playing our, our best basketball. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be, it's going to be a battle, um, in the A-10, um, just across the board. Every game is going to be a tough one. I'm trying not to get out over my skis on this, but it's been such an exciting time, you know, looking at this, looking at this team and seeing what they are capable of at the very top of women's basketball, those programs never have a down year, but for everybody else, especially with the transfer portal now, this is a tough business. It's a year-to-year business. Sustaining success is not easy. Maybe 15, 20, 25 years ago when I was first watching it, you knew 40 or 45 of the teams that were going to be in the tournament, especially (laughs) once it got to 64 every year. It's not the case anymore. So the durability of this program to have a tough year like last year and to come back like you have this year, you know, that's not an easy thing to establish just just discuss that real quick about you know where this program is at and building a building a true program that can have that that can try to sustain sustain even in a in, even in a terrain where it's tough to do it yeah i mean i think obviously when you're talking about for us last year when you lose three starters that's that's a hard you know that's that's hard to um, you know overcome and and even though the the record is that I mean I think that we looked at it I think we had eight games that were decided by five or, or less points so mm. you're you're really talking you know just you're in it you're just not um, you know a lot of freshmen playing and not pulling out those wins that you want to have and and you're right it's you know college athletics right now. Um, with the transfer portal, with, you know, that NLI, you know, stuff, it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of a little bit all over the place. And I think one of the things that, that we really try to do is, Hey, let's, what's our culture about, you know, like, what does it actually feel like to play, um, to be in practice, to work with our coaches, you know, to go to VCU, how is that experience so that, um, you know, we stay really connected to it. Um, you know, and I, I think you got to keep evolving with the times. Um, but the biggest piece is that when our players are, are here at VCU, we want them to know that they're going to be developed. Hey, we're going to make you and help you be the best player you can be. You're going to get a great education. We're going to travel all over the place and play great teams. And, you know, uh, we love you no matter you give us 10 and 10 or, you know, you, you don't step onto the floor. Um, you know, it's, I think those things, um, are really the backbone of, of our, our program of, you know, we want um, all of our players to really feel cared for and know that that, 
you know, we're invested in them, you know, well beyond what they do on the court. Um, so I am, I'm really proud. I think we have a great coaching staff and I really do. You get a chance to meet our players. They're incredible ambassadors for VCU. Um, they, they really are. One final question. I probably should have asked this beforehand. Part of this great start was a trip to Puerto Rico <laughs> where you won three games and then had some travel issues. But my question is, did you get a trophy for that? Did you get anything <laughs> for winning all three of those games? Because I'm looking at that. I'm going, well, they beat all three of these teams. Like, Surely they're bringing something back or there's a tournament MVP <laughs> for somebody. And I didn't see or hear anything. So, so did you get something for that? Because that was a really tremendous <laughs> performance. Yeah, we got a lot of confidence, uh, and then we got a lot of bonding time on on tarmacs and uh, in in airports. Um, but we had parents that came and family that came, and you know it was some some beautiful weather. But really, for women's basketball, being able to play in MTEs is huge. Um, mm -hmm. Gives us the you know you look at our last couple of years. You know, we've beaten Washington, Wisconsin. You know, all of these teams that you know might not come and play us at the stew. And where do you get the chance to do that? At the MTEs. Um, so the resources that we get to put into that is huge. But uh, we came back with confidence, George. Uh, not that no, no trophy, uh, no sunburns, um, but it was, uh, it was really a great experience. All right. This has been fantastic, Coach O'Boyle. Thank you very much for joining us. I'll do a little shameless self-promotion for you. As we are recording this, it is Wednesday morning, and you will hear this this afternoon. Tonight, Wednesday night, 6 p.m., VCU's final non-conference game, Maryland Eastern Shore at the Siegel Center. Get on out there and support it. The first co the conference opener is also at the Siegel Center 10 days from now, December 30th, against UMass, Saturday afternoon. Get out there and support that. Any other shameless self-promotion that you want to do, Coach O'Boyle, this is your moment. Please do it. <laughs> hey, we'd love to get, you know, as many fans as we can at the Stew. It really does make a difference. And if you ever want to come in and, and see a practice or, or meet with the team, I, I think you'd absolutely love it. So shoot us some emails, but come out to the Stew. Um, you'll love to watch the, the way that we play. Um, you know, it's, it's great team basketball. It's a lot of fun. And, you know, we, we have a great group. So hope to see everybody at the Stew. All right, and that's Rams Rewind. We will be live, hopefully, uh, for VCU men's next game, which is the, which is this Friday, also against Maryland Eastern Shores. It turns out, which is got which is an interesting little coincidence. And then next week we have one more special episode to get you through the big break between over Christmas uh, before we get started with conference play. Thank you all for listening, Coach O'Boyle. Thank you for joining us, and we'll talk to you next time. To submit a question for George to answer in an upcoming episode or to inquire about sponsorship opportunities for this podcast, please email ramsrewind at gmail.com. We'll be back after the next game, and thanks for listening to this episode of Rams Rewind.